Hey guys, and welcome to Personality Bingo with me, your host, Tom Moran. So this week on the podcast, we have the wonderful Leah more. Leah is an actor, she's a writer, she's a songwriter, a musician, a singer, um, she's one of the most talented people I know, and more importantly, one of the loveliest, she's one of my absolute best friends, and her most impressive credit, she is the voice of Personality Bingo, the da-da, 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 Tom Morans, <laughs> what, out of tune singing, I'm actually a professional singer, believe it or not, uh, bingo, that is all, Leah even if I butchered it. And you're going to know Leah most recently from her Abbey debut uh, at the Peacock, uh, on the Peacock stage. She was in Dublin. We'll show you how. Um, rave reviews for that one, um, which was just like such an incredible achievement and so amazing uh, to see her up there. It also was at the Complex, uh, as well as that you'll know Leah from Jump, which was in uh, the Project Art Centre really recently, uh, as well as that Restoration uh, feature film um, with the brilliant Sean Dunn, who we talk about, as well as that Everybody Sings with the brilliant um, Sean Dunn and uh, my son, my son with the brilliant Veronica uh, Diaz she's done loads of stuff she's also the artistic director of uh, Squad Productions who uh, I work with so frequently and yeah she's just one of my absolute best friends so I think you're going to really enjoy this one as always go check out our Patreon that's patreon.com forward slash personality bingo you can next see me on stage um, in Copperface Jackson Musical which is this coming summer I'm really excited it's July and August get your tickets it's an absolute riot and I'm so excited to kick things off with that but without further ado please enjoy the wonderful Leah Moore playing personality bingo with Tom Moran Liam Moore, ready to play personality bingo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I caught you by surprise yeah, you with the question that we start every answer with. I know, right? <laughs> here we go. All right, so um, a quick explanation of how it all works. I've got 60 minutes on the clock, 60 balls in here, and 60 corresponding questions. I've also given you a sheet of paper with five numbers on it. Would you do me a favor and read out the five? Yeah, two, yeah. 34, right. 17, okay. 52, 51, 51. I can't read. That's fine. And 23. Oh, Tom. When you asked me to pick a number, do you know what number I picked? What? 23. I didn't read it right. It's already there. It's already there. And this is why I gave out you for doing it before we started. This is specifically why. I have a format. You need to trust me. Damn. Okay, I'm going to pick a number now. I'll pick a new number. Yeah. I'll just turn that number inversely and I'll pick 32. Oh, nice. I thought you were going to make it like a 28 and just fill in the threes. You know what I mean? Probably better idea. That's fine. 32 is good for okay. the 32 counties of Ireland with the big Republican oh, kulak yeah. head in you. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's lucky that you can wear your balaclava on a podcast. And I no know. One knows. Nobody knows. Nobody can see it. It's a bright blue. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember we did a little short film together and we had to wear balaclavas? Mm-hmm. And I literally had a, bl- a bright blue balaclava in it. I still have that. Like a shit it's Power so Ranger. Funny. It's shit, a really shit Power Ranger. <laughs> a nationalist Power Ranger. Um, and I should say that if all six of them numbers do come out, that means the tables are turned and you get to ask me any question in the whole wide world. But having done 130 episodes of this podcast, we both know that will not happen. And we've both done that amount of podcasts because I'm on every episode of this podcast. I know. Do you want to give us a rendition? I don't know. I feel dun, like dun, I've... Dun, 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 dun. Oh, do you know what it sounds like? 
She's so lovely. Oh, yeah, she's so lovely. Oh, like when that song comes on in a nightclub, I I nearly get kicked out of whatever nightclub because I go fucking crazy. Do you? Do I you just love it? like it. She's pretty. Some fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't that gonna, gonna really she's dirty? Yeah, she's dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't that the edge of girl gets really dirty? You have seen yeah. the accent. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I fucking love it. And you know what? Around that time. Uh, Loads of those kind of songs came out and they were like bops, like they're jams. Oh, they're all like Sound for Girls, that album, whatever, like yeah. Elvis Isn't Dead, all of that. Like Elvis s- Isn't Dead. So good. Like, it's, in, it's not good at all, but it's so good. It's brilliant. So good. And I'm like actually going to... Metro gonna... Station and all, that was that time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and... Shake, shake. Oh, man. Shake, shake, shake it. These are all going in Bingo Loco this weekend. I am just yeah, working them in. They're so it. good. Yeah. Absolute well, fucking you tunes. you know, that's what, I, that's what I based the song on. Yeah. How did you know? No. Totally. So, yeah, for people who, who... I will mention it in the intro because it obviously is your greatest credit. Mm-hmm. But, like, for people who, who don't know, yeah, you and... Um, and Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. Made the... Anthony Manley. Yeah. Made the brilliant theme music. So, thanks for, so much for that. Oh, no like, problem. Uh, the person who did our art and our music and I mean us like no one ever got paid for that so that was just out of the goodness of your heart yeah well I love you like I love you too Aww. we play Good friends yeah let's play alright sweet let's give it a fucking spin here we go alright here we go oh, oh two came out two for the price of one but the first one is it's number 53 do you have it no no worries number 53 the question is if you could give 12 year old you some advice what would you say when I was 12 when I was in first year mm. I was really young going into school I was like terrified to go into secondary school and it was kind of a rough school like compared to the primary school that I went to and stuff so I'd be like chill out it's actually alright it's gonna be cool take your time and like you know because at the start I was just like I hate this so much right. but I ended up loving secondary school I had like a ball and like I still have so many friends from there and I ended up being like, hey girl, like I love, actually loved it and my teachers and all were so sound. But I think at the start, I was just like, didn't know what was going on. Like people would throw like chairs across the classroom. People were getting their head bashed into lockers. I was like, I'm, these are animals. I was just so scared. I was terrified. But actually it was kind of just a few people and they kind of left eventually and so, but I, yeah, tell myself, chill out. It's okay. Mm. It'll be good. So, like, I feel like when you go into a kind of, um, what's the right word? Like, just a difficult environment like mm-hmm. that and something that's new and, you know, potentially, like, a little bit traumatic and it's just going to have you, like, a, on a heightened level of, like, what's going on at any moment? Yeah. There's a few ways you can deal with that. I imagine we possibly have similar ways of dealing with that, which is, like, maybe not trying to, like, push ourselves right to the forefront of things very quickly, yeah. but kind of being, like, very amenable to everybody and, like, kind of manoeuvring yourself so that you're, you you kind of know how to camouflage in with lots of different groups. Is that fair? Totally, yeah. And at the start of that, I don't think I did that. Mm. I think... At the very start, I was like, I'm staying out of this. I don't want it involved with it. I don't want to talk to you, 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 and you. And I'm going to sit here and in the corner, in the back. And then, like, I had, like, one of my best friends from, like, forever. Like, she lived across, like, two doors down from me since I'm, like, two. Mm. We didn't go to primary school together, but we ended up in the same class in secondary school. And she's literally the most confident person in the world. Right. So she was just really like, no, yeah, come with me. You know, everything. So she kind of helped pushed me into that and then after I kind of was eased into it a little bit I was like alright okay I can yeah you're kind of in Ricky War but you're finding yourself in it and can 
have a common ground with the people who you're a bit like, oh shit, at the start with, you know what I mean? Mm. And ends up kind of, by the time we were in like second or third year, like there was no problem. Do you mm. know what I mean? Mm. Like, and I never had a problem with anybody and nobody ever had a problem with me, but it was just, it was actually just fear. I was just like, do you know when you're just in that new environment? Yeah. But eventually, yeah, I, it was grand. And so, it's an all-girls school, yeah? Yeah. And then, so, like, there, there are literally, because obviously I went to a mixed school, yeah. and in a mixed school, I don't know, like, my experience of it certainly was that, like, all that, like, I would, like, I would describe, again, this is from coming from a mixed school, but, like, mm -hmm. my experience of people getting shoved into lockers would all have been male on male. You know what I mean? And, like, I know then there probably would have been a different level of, like, female stuff that I probably wasn't entirely aware of, but, like, you know, that, like, stereotypical, like, more sly, snide, yeah. like, maybe alienating, whispering behind your back, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But then, so, like, does it turn out that in an all-girls school that inevitably there's, like, I'm going to call it, like, alpha, like, or that, like... Because to me, you know, traditionally, it's a traditional male energy of like, you know, like, fuck you, let's get physical. I'm going to dominate yeah. you in this weird way. So what's the balance of like, are the people doing that stuff also doing that kind of sly, like bullying-y stuff? Or how does it Do all you know work what? out? A lot of like, there wasn't, in my school anyway, it was very confrontational in the way that like, it wasn't a lot of behind your backness now. There's a bit of that in everything, like yeah. boys, girls, adults, children. Like, obviously, that was a bit of a thing. But it actually was more of a physical thing or more of a, like, if there was a problem, it would be kind of dealt with head on, which was actually ended up being a very good thing, mm. I think, in the, like, long run of it. And, you know, it was, I wouldn't even call, do you know, I wouldn't even call people alpha and beta and stuff, like, because the dynamic is so different. It's funny that you ta are talking about that because... I do a bit of work in like uh, secondary schools and stuff, like doing like filmmaking workshops and whatever. Mm. And uh, I was in a school there uh, in Sally Noggin like a few weeks ago. And the kids, there was it was a mixed school. They were only first year, uh, where normally I'm dealing with like a little bit older. And there was a little bit more boys in the class than girls. And the boys were totally, everything was about the boys. And it was all like, even like, um, you know, the participatory nature of it, like, was all to do with the boys. And the girls were very kind of withdrawn. They were quiet. Mm. And I was like, this is so interesting. So, like, when we first put them into groups, there was, like, four groups. We were just doing a, an exercise at the start of the day where they make a little trailer or whatever. And then they make, like, a little short in, in a bigger group at mm. the end of the day. And uh, so they were kind of, sp they split themselves up it, when they walked in, when they got into the room, like girls on one side, boys on the other side. Right. So when we put them into their groups, it ended up being two groups of girls and two groups of boys. And at the start, one of the groups of girls didn't even want to show their thing back. Cause I was, and I was like, why no? Like, they're gonna slag us, they're gonna laugh at us and all. And I was like, who? It was like the boys. And I was like, now, do you think they're any more talented than you? No. Do you think they're any more intelligent than you think your their idea is going to be better? No, 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 no. I was like, what is it? That they're going to say something? Yeah, I was like, who cares to say something? They're going to slag their own one and they're going to slag the other boys. Well, it was like, you know, so it was like this um, different thing where I feel like in the girls' school, apparently girls do better in girls' schools, I'm, I've heard. Yeah. And boys do better in mixed schools. Right. Um, And that makes sense from what I've seen in that dynamic. But yeah, no, I think it, in my school it was kind of like, it was confrontational and it was like, it could be aggressive at times, but in some ways, and it, and it was emotional and it was, but it was like, that was actually 
you know, it started off being a very, like, scary, hostile thing. But eventually, I think as well, because those kids who were doing those things weren't coming from great environments, that they, they felt the need to have to, like, engage in this kind of behaviour. Do you know what I mean? So, like, they were they were coming in already, like, angsty and already, like, wanting to kill somebody. Do you mm. know what I mean? But eventually, they even calmed down. And, like, so, so it became, like, this kind of nice thing that when there was a problem, there was a bit of shouting and there was a bit of, it might have been crying or there might have been a few digs thrown, but it ended up kind of like it would only happen for an hour. Where that, that kind of sly thing, that happens for a few weeks. You know what I mean? Right. So it was interesting. And then, so when, when you think back then about like, let's say just your like life through secondary school, mm-hmm. then moving into college, then to like now being whatever, three years out of college. Yeah. What, what do you see as the biggest change within yourself that has come through that time? Or would you not really... Because for me, as in you, as in I've known you about six years, yeah. right? And like, I'm sure we both agree, like, I am drastically different. Like, you're a drastic, like, r- really a very different. Yeah. Like, I'd say the bones of me are the same. Like, yeah. there's, 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 a, there's, a, there's an absolute, like, Tom Moran-ness oh of me God, that is yeah. the same. But, but like, you're very different to that little boy. Like, yeah, little boy. You were big, you were still a big, a big boy. Yeah. But like, yeah, very, very different. Yeah. Um, when you look at yourself in that, scope yeah. do, do you see big changes too no I think I don't mm. I don't really I see like changes like maybe in like emotional changes and maturity and that in like emotional maturity and stuff like that but I think I'm very much still you know my energy is still very similar the kind of like what you would expect from who I am is I think very similar would you agree with that yeah I would like I remember going I think I, I, I definitely told you this I don't know if you remember but I remember in, when we were in first year college and I remember going to I would say it was my first time attending therapy as an adult and it was okay. with this male therapist who I'd never gone to before and was like a bit suspect of it and in the first or second session I can't remember certainly very early on and we were talking about like he was probably able to just identify it was like oh like maybe you're not being like totally the most authentic version of yourself and um correctly so and i remember talking about you really specifically in that regard i don't know if you remember me telling you this you, i do remember that it was years ago you told me yeah. but actually i but when you started talking i was like oh i don't think i remember that but i actually do now that you say that yeah cuz i remember just being like i just found it to be well obviously like we've been you know like best friends mm. and like I, I, w- I would describe myself as having a few like soul matey people yeah. like I, I don't really like I have a lot of best friends and I know like some people are like well you don't have one best friend but like I think best friend for me and someone else has said this I'm stealing a thought but it's like that's a category rather than like a person oh I'm there with you right and yeah. like so different best friends are different things and it looks like different things but I would definitely consider you like right up the top of that okay mm. in terms of like connection and stuff but I really remember meeting you for the first time and very quickly being like oh god she's so special like whatever you had I was like it's the most attractive thing I don't and I didn't I didn't know what it was I didn't know I didn't know how to describe it and like and and now I would feel I'm much closer to that and and maybe on some lesson friends with you subconsciously and somewhat consciously open that up for me maybe and you know what I always I never felt like you were inauthentic and I always felt like especially when it was just kind of me and you and we could talk like that yeah you were a very authentic version of yourself I think it was more of a like maybe outward like social thing maybe or like Mm. you know that kind of in those aspects but never like in talking to you like you're very much like you know what you want you speak your mind you're right like so you've always been that but no I remember on the first day when I met you too it was funny because I was just like Okay, he's gonna be my friend. Yeah, yeah. I like decided. I was like, yeah. 
What's your name? Okay, cool. We're walking together. <laughs> Are you like, we sat beside each other, like yeah. literally from yeah, the very yeah. start. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's in, yeah. it's interesting that happens because that, that that happens very rarely, and it's funny. Like, and, and, and maybe you're more likely to find things like that in something like drama school because, like, a specific-ish mm. kind of person is probably attracted to that kind of thing, and generally yeah. gonna be like. Now I'm speaking really generally, but like, I think one thing that would be relatively common, certainly like amongst our class, and not across the board, but I, I would say I'd be comfortable to say certainly like thirty to fifty percent of us would have been quite empathic and like yeah. have that like thing maybe more maybe I'm even being conservative with those numbers maybe yeah but, yeah. but you know what I mean yeah. and like oh, that's very attractive to me it's when I was on a date last night it wasn't a very good date but it was fine and like the first 10 minutes were like terrible really but I think she was just nervous because her default was to be unspeakably negative just like oh, so yeah. negative like she was like late at, which was fine but like didn't kind of mention it at all and she was quite late and I was standing outside and like and then she was like um, she was like just like well, what were you doing while I was, I was I just I was like, giving like a homeless man a couple of euro and she was like why and I was like well like I had it in my pocket and um, you know and he was there and it, it just felt like the right thing to do and, like, and, and she was like oh that's like oh, I'd never do that and like she's just being really weird about everything and then she I don't know what I want to drink oh. and like, like everything was just okay. a, a, and then eventually like I think she was just nervous and she hadn't been on a date in like years because okay. she'd been in a, and she actually turned out to be like a person and like you found yeah, like the totally. humanity there eventually yeah. but um, why did I bring that up oh because we were talking about because you the, wanted to let us know you gave a homeless man a few euros uh, yeah 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 <laughs> I, <laughs> I am a good person You're, yeah um, um, good person. <laughs> but no, but eventually we, we got onto because I think very quickly we both realized like, oh, there will not be a second day, and not because either of us are bad no. people, like, there's just not a vibe there. Yeah. And then but she was really interesting, and it wasn't like it was funny, I didn't expect her to do this, but she gave a really like concise analysis of her, like, of her vibe of me from knowing me for about 40 minutes, and like, it was pretty good. Oh, go on, I want to hear what she said. Well, it was more in like we were talking about eventually, so. I got the first drink and then she went and got a second with two drinks, right? And then when she came back, she sat down and straight away was like, so um, she was like asking about, you know, my experiences because we met on Tinder mm. and we were talking about that. And then um, she was like, I bet you look for something like quite specific. And, you know, if you don't, find that you're not that willing to maybe move outside of that box like you probably know what you want and like maybe you don't know what it is but like when you find it you'll know it and you'll like be really happy with it and I was like that's, that's pretty good yeah. I mean it's, it's not maybe it's not the most specific thing like maybe that could be said for most people but I was like that is pretty true like I was like I was like uh, she was like does that ring true and I was like yeah I was like I probably have like two or three like non-negotiables and she was like what are they and the first thing I was like I someone has to be like pretty positive <laughs> like uh, she was like I'm out bye yeah 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 no I think we both knew at that point that like we yeah, weren't like no, we weren't. but yeah. she was really nice in the end and um and she was kind of sweet because she was like, at the end of it, she was like, thanks so much. Like, I, I hadn't been on a date in ages and this was actually like really nice. And I was like, oh, that's no ah. bother. He gave, I had a little hug and gave a little kiss in the cheek and off we went. We'll probably never see her again. Yeah, but that's so nice. Like, I think like some people, like, you know, I don't know when you believe things are happening for a reason or not or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, you for her were just like, she needed to go back out and go on a date and like feel a bit empowered to be able to do that and needed like somebody who was going to be real open to, to, to that idea and to sit and talk with somebody for like 40 minutes and just do the date thing. Yeah. And you were that person, like good yeah. person to get. That was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, it, it did <laughs> you feel... You took out the bingo thing. <laughs> you were asking some questions. Do you believe in ghosts? Yeah. Do you even love it for sight? Is this it? Speaking of bingo, I actually am real interested in trying to get a few of these. Yeah, answers. no, we'll go on. I'm ready yeah, to move no, on. No, like I, uh, I feel like if anybody could maybe get bingo, it's probably gonna be me. You narcissistic fuckhead. <laughs> 
I'm very lucky person. Yeah, you are. Next question. It's are you a lucky person? It's number one. No, I don't have it. I'm number two. I'm really glad this came up. Do you believe in ghosts? Well, you just said that. That's weird. Yeah. I went to see... Uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't doing that. I swear to God, it is act, like, no, it's legit number one. No, I know. I believe yeah, yeah. it. I went to see like a, a medium, like a, a, a psychic the other day. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, no, I do believe in ghosts. We've talked about this on a podcast before. My old podcast, yeah. like my my um my my Your pilot, my, yeah my pilot. It was like my <laughs> my learner license. Your learner license, <laughs> and yeah, I I don't know what I fully believe in, but I do one time think I've I seen a ghost in Rat Mines. Yeah, in Rat Mines. The day that I, I robbed the trolley. The day you robbed the trolley and you made me carry the trolley up four flights of stairs with you. Mm-hmm. I was very drunk. You were, and I was like freezing cold. My feet were killing me. We were out. And then we had fits. I was, I was like, Tommy, you're talking to me. We were, we were like drunkenly, like <laughs> killing each other. Yeah. And uh, you're like, only if you help me bring this trolley up the stairs. <laughs> I was like, for fuck. That was a weird time in both our lives. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's not talk about that. Okay. But let's talk about. I was like sitting on the stairs, like outside of this apartment, which is on the top floor of what was it, like a Victorian style building. Yeah, one of them like building? old you know? old rat mines yeah. houses. Yeah, exactly. And. Uh, I was just looking down the bottom of the stairs staircase and I just seen this like man uh, in a long brown coat and a hat and uh, he was just like looking at me and I was looking at him and it, it felt like safe and it felt like calm, you know, and I actually felt that in my body kind of thing and I was just, lo- we just kind of stared at each other. It was like he was there. He was like, he uh, like maybe lived there or like had some kind of a... Uh, I don't know. He looked like if you if I could pick a time that he was from, it was like between the nineteen tens and the nineteen twenties. I'd say, mm. maybe from how he was dressed, and then he just kind of walked away and disappeared. It was weird, but yeah, I do fully believe that I've I've seen that. And do you remember when we were in college? You yeah. used to, and I remember from then. I I I, ha- I haven't experienced with it. You were like we haven't talked about it in a while. Yeah. And it was only yesterday actually because Tony Doyle did an episode yesterday. Okay. Oh, cool. And hey, we were Tony talking Doyle. about Hope yeah. Listening to me. He won't Probably. be. He doesn't listen to podcasts. He told me because at oh, the start, and freak. I never say this because Tony does. <laughs> he really is. I, at the start of this episode, I, I never normally like presume that someone's listened, but I was pretty yeah. sure he'd listened. I I just felt like he'd said something nice about it before. To me, he's like, I really like your podcast or something like that. But and then I was like, Well, you've listened before, so you, you know the vibe. And he was like. No, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, sorry, because <laughs> if it it made it sound like I thought everyone listened to the podcast, yeah, which I yeah. really don't. Although our numbers are pretty good right now, yeah, congrats, especially in Saudi Arabia, oh, Saudi Arabia, <laughs> and yeah. Croatia. Um, but yeah. but I, only, I wish I'd know how to say hello in either of those. You know, Croat, you know any hello in Croatian? I feel like you were in Croatia, right? I didn't. I was on my way, and my granny died. Selfish bitch. Um, but what I was going to say to you is, we, you in college, I remember you used to have. I don't know. I don't think like. Well, I don't know. Would premonition be the right word? But oh, like, yeah. you were like a little fucking like death doctor. Like yeah. you, you nearly you could. It was like you. You would have a feeling, mm. and then you'd be like, "Oh shit, something's gonna go down." Yeah. And then within probably like a few hours, twenty four hours, yeah. like you get a phone call or a text or someone around us yeah. would lose someone, yeah. and you felt like you yeah. were privy to that. Oh my god, yeah. It doesn't really happen to me so much anymore, but funny enough, I was only kind of, it only came up really in my life there recently because my girlfriend's granddad died and the night before I was like in the bed, um, like floating in the bed. Like I was like, I knew that it was within that 24 hours and I was trying to kind of explain it to her, but also I didn't want to say that to her either, you know, because her granddad was, uh, was sick as well, you know. So did you have a good feeling that it was him? I knew it was him, yeah. You knew? Yeah, but I haven't felt, I haven't felt that in a like, 
a while like and when I was do you know when it was really like a, a really strong thing was like between like the ages of like 16 and like 19 or 20 mm. it was like a real thing I'd know like when somebody was going to die and it generally it wouldn't be uh, it would very uh, often no se- seldom I always get thousand words mixed up. Do you mm. know what else I get mixed up? Delivery and uh, do you know when you order something for collection or delivery? I have to really think about which word I'm saying. I don't know why. I can get that because you're and like I collecting it from the delivery. Yeah, man. I'm like delivered to my house. I have to like say that to myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? Uh, you were saying. Oh yeah, it's normally like generally the person's probably sick. There's probably a sick person around me, or like you know something like that. It's not like somebody who's totally fine, a really young person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Boom, car crash. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, you know, if somebody's sick and maybe like they don't expect it to be happening right then or if they do and they're waiting for the time, I'm like, okay, well, here it is. Mm. You know what I mean? It's it's a, or, or sometimes it's when people are going to be born and it's a different type of feeling. It comes from the same place, but it's like the the one where people are dying is like this kind of thing like leaves me or it's like a, there's like a emptiness or something where like the other one, it kind of fills you up. Interesting. Yeah. And so when, when for example, just like that recent example with uh, Lovely Sal's granddad, mm. you said you knew it was him. As in, like, is it like that you see him or you see a name or you just knew that he was sick and that this would make sense? And I, like, I in my head put that together of, right. like, who it is. It's very seldom, like, I think it was one time, it was, like, Karen, we were in college and it was, like, Karen's, one of her grandparents or something. Yeah. And I didn't know, I didn't know Karen's grandparents. Do you know what I mean? But I was close to Karen. Do you know? So something like that, I knew there was something around that. But I, so I can kind of feel it like that. First time it was, like, I was in the Gale talk and I was in, like, I had to go into the bathroom and I was, my head was, like, spinning. I could hear everything. And my senses are mad as it is. But I was just, like, like, my, you know, my touch and my, my ears were just going mad and then I was thinking uh, uh, and then my my nana's brother came into my head and I knew he had been a bit sick and then I just started saying his name stuff and then I was like crying and like and then I was grand it's like a weird like thing that comes over you but yeah no it's it's mad like because I don't really get it anymore it's not like a thing that really happens to me but I feel like we all have it a bit I mean nanny definitely has something I mean ma so it has to come from there or something do you know what I mean but mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to just kind of but, like, yeah, it's just a sense. It's a little sense. But I, I don't have it the way other people would, like. Do you know what I mean? And does it extend to you to the point where it gives you an insight as to where these people are going? No, not at all. Okay. I wish. <laughs> I wish, but no. It would have been really great if you knew my granny was going to die and you could have given me a heads up and I could have got cheaper flights. Yeah, you could have, sorry. You would have. For, yeah, you could have went to Croatia first and then. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been helpful. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, Didn't know. rest in peace, Maureen. Yeah, rest in peace. She was a great lady. Yeah, she was. And you know what? No, but then I do get feeling like, remember I went into your nanny's house, like I could feel like them there. I was like, oh, it was so welcoming. Like sometimes I get like feelings like that. And I was just like, oh, this is lovely. Yeah. This is a lovely place to be in. It's so inviting to me. But you've heard like obviously my ghost story from that house. Yeah. And um, like, did you, but did when you went into the house, did you get a feeling of like, oh, there could be a thing. Like, oh yeah, it was totally, but it was all good energy. It was all yeah. good stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's funny because I don't like, while I, I actually really, whatever I see in my house and like still I feel stuff, but like it doesn't, I feel very safe there. Yeah, it's so safe. That's why I felt, I felt somebody would give me a hug. It was gorgeous yeah. when I walked in the door. Yeah. But there is a thing yeah. going on in the house. There is, oh yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um. All right, sweet, let's give it a spin. Yeah, let's give it a spin. Okay, next up, it's number three. Do you have it? No, it's you gave me one, you gave me three, but I have two. Oh, I'm teasing. Um, 
Who is one person in particular, and this is always a hard question, but I'll, I'll push you to try stick to one person okay. who's helped you significantly in your career. In my career? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus, my career. I mean, maybe it's someone like uh, a mentor, someone you look up to, or someone who um, you kind of looked up to and then you got to meet or work with, or someone just who mm. you'd like to follow suit of. Somebody who's been very good to me in my career, and I've worked with a good bit recently, is Sean Dunn. Mm, I thought you were going to say that. Yeah. Do you know, he gave me a free ticket to a play recently. Really? Yeah, it was kind of embarrassing, though. He was really nice. Like, I was going up to see a play, Lauren Larkin's play in Bewley's, and was yeah. just about to buy a ticket. And he was like, I actually have an extra one. And then he, and then I was about to buy a ticket, and he was like, do you have one? And I was like, no. Um, but I was like, I'll give you money for that. He's like, no, I don't want me to just have it. And I was like, are you sure? And I was like, thanks a million. And I, kn- I knew him, so I said, Sean. And I kind of, I don't know why, maybe because your friends in common, I just sort of assumed <laughs> yeah. that he might know who well, I was. Well, like, he knows who, he knows who Tom Warren is. Yeah, maybe, but like, we hadn't probably, met. Yeah, because So there was no someone, way, like, so again, me. it was a little bit presumptuous on yeah. my part, but I didn't, I, I also, you can look like a bit of a prick if you introduce yourself to someone and like, they're like, I know who you fucking are. I think he's at uh, Get Along Real Well, actually. I, I, he's on my like, list of people that I'll, I'll ask onto this when, yeah, I'd love to talk to him. Because yeah. I've never spoke to him in depth, but sorry, yeah, yeah. So you've worked with him a lot lately. Yeah, I have. And and like I've known Sean since I was like a teenager. Um, I went to IGW and he was a teacher. He went there for years and then he was a teacher there and I was his assistant. And I made him some amounts of tea. He loves tea, that fella. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, now like through that and making a few bits and pieces when we were younger, and then kind of we like had a bit of a reconnect. I can't even remember when or what it was. Oh yeah, I was doing something and I wanted him to have a read of it for me. And kind of give us a bit of like guidance on it. And then through that, he was doing something else. And then he asked me to go on board with that. And we kind of just then developed this thing. And like, we just work real well together. And we're just real honest with each other. And I think we work in a very similar way. And mm. we kind of, a lot of time we, our vision is similar, you know. Mm. Um, And like the type of work he makes, is quite different to what I make. But it's like, I understand where he's at going. He's always going with it, which is nice. And I love just being involved with him. And we, we just, we just, yeah, just. And he's, he's been so good to me. And he, like, you know, give me a lot of, like, uh, opportunity. And then as well as that, just, like, advice him. Like, just, like, being like, no, you're great. Like, you know, like, and not that I need that. But, you know, it's in that kind of, uh, just like, oh, yeah, it's a belief thing, isn't it? And somebody has belief in you like that. Mm. And he kind of always has since I was younger. Mm. So it's nice. And then, so, again, this may be another sort of similarity between us different but same like um, you do a few different things right so Mm. like obviously you know acting is like one of the main things if not the main and and then as well as that like um, you know you've written plays Mm. you're a musician Mm -hmm. you're a songwriter Mm -hmm. uh, you're a teacher uh, you're like um, I would just say like a generally kind of creative person you've got like a dance background all these different things so what is your relationship to your own creativity now being three years out of the industry or into the industry I should Mm -hmm. say and you know having just seen like how it works and and maybe getting a better sense of like where you are in it now where you think you belong in it where you want to go all these things um that's an interesting question um I think like first and foremost I was just like I'm a very kind of, like, I wouldn't be your typical, you know, when you think of an actor, it's, it's, like, I'm, like, very boyish. I look really young and stuff, which is, is, is good, but, like, my energy and all that kind of stuff, like, people don't generally be casting me. Do you get me? Like, I'm not, like, 
I'm not the mo- I don't think I'm the most castable person, but when something does come up for me, like it really always like fits in that way, you mm. know. But so I think from like from very early on that I, I knew that I was gonna be like making work. I was like, if I wanna do a lot of stuff, I'm gonna have to kind of get myself out there in that way. So that's become a big part of what I do and you do as well, you know, and we kinda like we both are we're on that journey like nearly straight away when we kind of finish college and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then, um, and then making those connections and, and doing the jobs and whatever that you get as well, which is always a, a bonus. But I think like what I'm learning recently and kind of what the, what the, the, for, I don't like him a fortune teller. sounds like he's like a missed. Like yeah, no, I, th- I have you that on my head mean? to come back to because we didn't actually get yeah, to talk about it at all. Sorry. But what he was kind of saying and where I actually want to go and he kind of just kind of, do you know when you kind of doubt yourself a little bit and you're like, oh, am I actually going to be able to do that? Mm. But he mentioned it, that a lot of what I want to do is actually like screen stuff, you know, on like television. I think television is unbelievable. Like what we can do with it now, it's just like, it's on another level mm. and I love it. Mm. And um, like one of my biggest kind of inspirations as like an artist and as, you know, a person that I look up to is like Lena Waite. I don't know if you know her. No. She like just won like an Emmy, I think it was last year. Uh, she wrote on like Master of None, Iman Aziz and Zari and stuff. Mm. She's in that as well. And then she like she's in like that big Spielberg film, Ready Player One. She's in loads of stuff. And then she like produces her own shows. She writes her own shows. She's in loads of different things. Um, she's gonna be in like Westworld and stuff. She's amazing. Mm. And she's big like LGBT activist and stuff as well. She's cool. She's from like Southside Chicago. She's a boss ass bitch. Mm. And um, like, you know, when I look at her career and th- and the way that that goes and kind of how she kind of makes those decisions for herself that's something that is so appealing to me because i'm as you know a bit of a control freak like you know i like to have but creatively as well as like when i'm in something sometimes i'm like oh but what if, what if we did this or you know i like to have a bit of say in that way and not you know not overly i like to like ev- let everybody do their job but like um I'm interested in making work that I'm really interested in. Mm. You know, I'm not just interested in doing the job that I'm interested in. I'm interested in what that job is and how important that job is to me being very important as well. So, yeah, I think that's where I really want to go. And that's kind of more where I'm going to be trying to get into now in the future. And so interesting that that was something that came up in the conversation with the medium medium yeah. so in in what context so like i, I so can, can we just talk this through because I, yeah. I haven't got to talk to you about it because it literally happened sunday was it saturday saturday okay yeah so and we're recording this on monday yeah. so you've got like you've had about like you know 36 48 hours to process yeah. um so what so what happened so you booked an appointment via yeah. email no well sal and our ma went last year so sal's your girlfriend, My girlfriend yeah. yeah and then and then she, they tell us she, he tells Sal loads of really cool things like about her, like her life and stuff. And then uh, I knew we were gonna get, I knew this is what we were gonna end up talking. Um, and then um, I was like, he sounds so interesting, and it was a lot of stuff that really rang true for her. Mm. And um, so then my friend Stacy went in September, and she was like blown away as well. She had a lot of stuff that she wanted to kind of, you know, I think you go like to those things at a time where you kind of like what's my next kind of thing? And I feel like I'm in a real transitionary point in my life right mm, now. Mm. They say, uh, I'm 23, they say that's a real time, like, that you're re- if you're going to do, like, what you're doing, like, it's always this this year's a real deciding year and stuff. Mm. Who's they? I don't know who they are, but I've heard it. Okay. <laughs> but uh, It would make sense. Yeah, it kind of makes Cause sense. Because you're, like, just about to move into your mid-twenties. Yeah. And which feels like a, a yeah. thing. But mm-hmm. you're, you're nearly in your late twenties. I'm really not. <laughs> 
I'm in the middle of my mid twenties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I knew hate that. No, but I I much prefer twenty six to 25. 20, yeah. 25 was, I didn't I didn't love twenty five. A lot of really good things happened 26, to me. Twenty six like suits you. Even like looking at you and I go, Tom Warren, he's twenty six. You look like that really suits who you are. Mm. Yeah, I, I I think I think I'll. I, I we've talked about this before. I, well, this is my theory of myself. I have theories of myself. Right, yeah. It's very pedantic, uh, but I think um, yeah, like I've always had. But it's funny. I had twenty four in my head as like a year where something crazy was going to happen. Like I was going to like get famous or die. Yeah. And like it didn't. It yeah. was like it was a real good. Like a perfectly. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't really had any like terrible years. Yeah. You know what I mean. And if I look, what I what sometimes useful for me to do is like look year to year, and like once it looks like stairs to me going up, I'm like kind of happy. Okay, deadly. And like I can like do that in a few different ways. Like in terms, like it's normally it's normal it's normally to do with career because yeah. like your personal life is a bit more complicated. And certainly yeah. for me, like as a like like as a single person as well. Mm. Like I mean, I've got great friendships and I actually continue to make good friends. Like made some great friends like this year, but um it's easier to do it with career. Your career yeah. But yeah, sorry to interrupt you. So no. so so yeah, so you you'd heard these great things. Yeah. So then um state my friend Stacy who went in September, she was like, I'll get for you for your Christmas present. Mm. I was like, all right, grand it's sixty euro like wasn't that mad? But I was like great grand but we couldn't get appointments to get her for ages and we were kinda trying to do it this time, this time. And it kind of felt like it was meant to happen when it did, kind of, you know what I mean? But, um, so we ended up still didn't get an appointment together. She's going, this is this already coming. And, and just to be frank, if they if it was an appointment together, would that look at being in the room at the same time with no, each other? No, Just side by side? An hour and then another hour. Right. Yeah, I was just waiting in the car. Right. And, uh, so, yeah, so we went in, he was talking, whatever, he was getting his house renovated. He's kind of a small guy. He was, I'd say he was in his like late forties, early fifties, maybe. Do you um, have a family? Do you think? I don't know. Big house. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so we went into this little room in the front of the house. It reminds you of kind of an older room, like a that would maybe be in a grandparents' house, but a lot of the other part of the house was getting done up. It was very modern. So it was like there was candles and everything kind of, and I was in like a nice little comfy chair. And he just had a, a pen and like an A4 pad and was like talking to me. And then like he started like talking as if it was like he was telling me that there was like somebody like a grandfather figure. And then that was my grandma, my dad's side, died when I was about 15. And he started like talking kind of through him. He was saying like that, you know, I was like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to like, you know, when you don't like you're like, what if they tell me something I don't want to hear or whatever? Like bad like, news. Yeah. Mm. But they're like, we're is like here to give you like. Uh, take blocks away from you and give you a bit of peace like that's kind of what it's for it's not to tell you like that you're gonna die or something bad's gonna happen mm. or like even to tell you your future even it's just to kind of talk through things that maybe are blocking you or whatever in your life or stuff like that kind of thing Um, so a lot of the start of it wh- what you spoke about was actually about me and Sal and about our relationship and stuff mm. and about that we're like twin flames called which is like better than a soulmate it's like meant the you're like the other side of your soul kind of thing and he was like he was like is there a ring he was like are you uh, are you thinking about getting married and we were like no 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 he was like oh well he's will all this kind of stuff so it was a lot about that Whoa. well like and, and, and did he did, so he obviously has met Sal before yeah but he didn't remember at all he was telling me like he could see somebody last week and the spirits come back to him but I, I can't really remember how he described it to me but basically they like flush him out Right. <laughs> if you get me. Yeah. 
I think that's the word he used. Okay. And then like, so he can't like, sometimes he doesn't even remember faces and stuff. Um, and like, I didn't even describe her. He was just like, you seen her last year? Oh, okay, very good. Like that's all he kind of, mm. but. Um, so he was just describing this significant person in your life mm. and being like, whoever that is, they're more significant. Yeah. They might even know. Yeah. And, and how does that make you feel when you hear that? Well, why you think he said it to me, well, it was like meant to be me granda saying it, whatever. Mm. Uh, was that like, you know, it was that, he was like, be at peace with it. You're afraid that something's going to happen or something. You know, when you kind of are like, you're like, oh, what if, what if this doesn't work out or whatever? You know, everybody has like doubts like that and not nothing to do with Sal, but it's, you know, it's your own kind of things mm-hmm. or whatever. So, oh, bang on the table. Um, so it was like, no, this is it. You're do- This is who you're supposed to be, what you're doing, what you're doing. Like mm. those kind of things. So that was, that was all good and about like, that when we make decisions, when we make moves, like big moves, that'll be together, like, and all these kind of things. Um, What else? Yeah, and then he started kind of talking about the career stuff. He was talking about, like, theatre and that I do, uh, all that, and um, that I, he was like, oh, yeah, well, you'll always kind of, that'll always be a part of your life, but no, that's not what it is. It's it's film and television, and you'll own a business in it, but you'll always, like, act, but you, like, create the stuff, and he started talking about that. Mm. Um. So there was a lot about that and not staying in Ireland the whole time and 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 stuff like that and and so just okay so because I've never if this d- comes true now we'll have to all look back at this yeah in a few years yeah yeah, yeah. or be like no Lee is still sitting on the doll he can bleed and sponsor the episode the prick yeah who <laughs> <laughs> me dead grandpa or your man well he he could sponsor it yeah 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 I, yeah, I need to get people to put like sponsorship in their wills you know like yeah. if you're a listener to this and you're about to die please put personality bingo in your will it's a good idea it's, per- it's patreon.com <laughs> oh my God. Uh, no but um so in terms of this so in terms of like i'm i'm, I'm just because cu- i've never done it like this yeah. and i think i i'm really interested yeah. i think i should just do it for and the he's crack very good. yeah yeah, yeah. totally yeah like i was kind of for the crack as well like it's like fuck at the end of the day like what are they really gonna say to you okay so like so obviously the main thing is people are gonna wanna I imagine know about right I imagine young people it's mainly gonna be about like career and their future mm. and their hopes and their dreams also yeah. about like love and partnerships and relationships yeah. uh, and maybe I, I can imagine if you know if you lost someone like a, a significant person yeah maybe just a re- bit of reassurance that they're okay yeah. and, and whatever that might be I imagine, I imagine they're the three minutes yeah and that happened what well, wasn't for me he told me it was like a message from my brother so a friend of my brother's died last year mm. and it was like he was talking and saying that he's okay and thanks to Dara for everything and mm. all this kind of stuff and I was sobbing as you can imagine yeah. because um, of the nature of the young fella's uh, death and stuff but what he was um, he said something at the end and I kind of was like alright but your man wrote it down he was writing all this stuff down and he underlined it and he wrote, he wrote a circle around it and he goes you look great and I was like, was he talking to me? I was like, thanks. I didn't really, I didn't know him really. But then when I told my brother and I said, and at the end he said, you look great. And he goes, oh yeah, well, that's what we say to each other. That's what we would have said like at the end of our, when they were talking, you look great. And I was like, oh wow. That, like that kind of, like those wow. little things kind of solidify those things in your head, don't they? So then in terms of that, I'm interested with that with like with, with what you said about Sal and then if someone like maybe and maybe that's one of my reservations or, or fears about going yeah. is like is Tell like you something you don't want to hear or yeah well I mean like obviously you really want to hear that like the person you're with now is like a great person mm. for you to be with that's like I mean one of the most ideal things at the same time uh, if that was me I can imagine that might provoke a bit of like insecurity or something within me being like 
oh fuck like this is for real and I'm yeah well I don't know like now having said that like I'd really like to meet someone Mm. I've I've talked to you about this like I'd be really open to like meeting someone who I you know have a like a a, a, an an adult relationship because like I've had like one big adult relationship and I probably haven't really had any others you know what I mean which is lovely and that was a really special relationship but it's also a very specific one and I think I've grown a lot since then and because of that and true it because you are doing a lot of growing while it was happening yeah even the age and whatever yeah totally so um I'm wondering for you did it did that bring up any like kind of uh, like insecurity or fears of being like oh like like or, or like uh, I know I know for me right like one of the things that I think I when I go into that like next relationship I always have that part of my head as well as like being really open to like commitment and wanting yeah. that and wanting like a deepness and a depth which you seem to have with Sal which is amazing and at the same time also like mourning all the like you know potential other relationships yeah, and people no that didn't really come for me mm. it was more and I think that's why they said it to me because like I think if, you know, because it was like, it was more about like, oh no, like, stop worrying about that. Like, it, that was nearly what the thing was about. It was like, um, you've had a lot of test, testing around this area, like, and there's been a lot of hardship it within it. It was like, but you're, all you're learning is done, he said to me. He was like, this is it. So I think that's why he actually said it more than like being like, you two are going to get married. Like, it was less about like, and like that and more about like. Just trust it. Yeah, trust it and don't be afraid. Like so, it was like a, it was more of like a safe. Th- it made me feel safe in it, mm. you know, than anything else. And that's what a lot of it was. It was like, it nearly was like a <laughs> reassuring me of things, you know. And it's like sometimes as people, like as much as like I don't doubt Sal or how I feel about Sal, but I, you know, doubt you doubt the unknown, you doubt the future, and you don't like I don't doubt me job or what I want to do in my life. But I doubt what could happen in a year's time. You know, they're the things you doubt. You doubt things that you don't know. When you when you really know something and when you really have it in your hands, you don't doubt it. It's the it's the part of it that you don't know that you're tackling with. And I think what what going to your man kind of did for me, like I wouldn't really like like even talking about that stuff, like all those feelings that I used to feel about like people dying and all that, mm. or even going to see your man. I wouldn't never. I wouldn't even consider myself a person who thinks about that kind of stuff on on a regular basis. Mm. I'm a very practical person and a very like, you know, that would be like a very literal person in, in a lot of my life. So uh, I think what it just did for me is go like, stop doubting yourself, like just stop, just stop all the stu- stupidity. Like, and, and, it, and it might come up again in a few years, but we all have like that thing that we're, that insecurity and it's like, uh, whether it's going to see a fortune teller or whatever, or going or just like kind of taking a minute or t- sitting down with somebody that you know or trust and go, no, like you're on the right path. Like just keep going because you can see that in other people. Like I'm like, Tom's killing it. He's doing what he's doing. He's on his road. He's there. But you might be going, oh, I don't know where I'm going next, or I don't know, or maybe I should do this, or maybe I should do that. Mm. But like you're gonna just do it anyway. Or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then, like, having gone and experienced it, well, first of all, was there anything that he said that, like, didn't resonate in the moment or you were kind of like, I don't know what that means now or else you're like, that just feels like bullshit to One of the funny things that he said to me, it was the only thing that, and and it's not something that I don't believe, it's something I, I hope happens, right? Right. But it's something that is, uh, I actually I actually questioned him on because I was like, uh, are you sure? I asked, at the, I asked at the end, like, do I have any questions or whatever? And it was generally just, before I left my house, my little brother, Devin, who's 12, 
have two brothers. The one I was talking about earlier, Dara, he's 20, and Devin's 12. And Devin uh, goes, where are you going? And I was like, oh, I'm going to see um, a medium. And he was like, oh, I hope to tell you something about me. <laughs> so I was like, all right, if I get a, if I get a chance to ask him, I'll ask about Devin, because he asked me to. Yeah. So uh, at the end, I was like, well, I have two brothers, and kind of just said, Dara's doing great, and he's doing what he's doing, and like all the, he's, all, he's all good. And he was like, Devin, he's like, he's amazing. I was like, yeah, he's amazing. He's he's a real special kid. Like mm. he's he's deadly, and he was like talking about his eyes and and all this kind of stuff. And that he's a real feminine soul. I think that means that you know. I think you have a feminine soul too. It's like a softness in you, like, mm-hmm. um, and that's how he described him. And then he was saying like he's always moving. I was like, yeah, like he literally never stops moving. Dominic, he'd be kicking the football around the house, or he'd just be tapping his feet. Nearly to a point where you're just like, shut up! Like he's always moving. Um, but I was like, yeah, and he was like, does he dance or sing around like that? And I was like, no. Um, he was like, does he play football? And I was like, yeah, he plays football, and you know, he's on his Xbox, and that's you know, he's twelve. So he was, he was like, yeah, well, for the next like few years, he's gonna do like what everybody else is doing, and he has like a lot of learning in himself, kind of figure out who he is properly, and but he's he he's to never like lose the kind of like you know soul that he he is he's very he's very open he's very like and people will try and knock that out of him a bit you know maybe because he's going to secondary school in september you know even that kind of hardens you mm. it was like people will try that but he needs to keep the where he is like he's so he's like cool as a cucumber he's nothing affects him he's mm. he's deadly like that um but he was like he's going to like be on broadway <laughs> i was like what Devin and because uh, I, I was thinking I have a godson who's like my cousin who's a very similar age to Devin I was like are you sure and I think of Liam because it kind of like a few of the things that he was saying was very very like similar to Liam I was like are you sure and I think of me yeah I was like <laughs> what about me <laughs> nobody was like oh no he's gonna he's he's not gonna figure it out till he's a bit older men take a little bit longer for that kind of stuff he was saying and mm. he was like uh, what is it 18 or 19 he's gonna like figure that out and I was like gas okay Whatever, and I told Devin, I was like, how does that sound? He's like, good. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to be an actor. I was like, well, your man seems to think you're going to be dancing, (laughs) like doing a lot of dances. Now he loves Hamilton. Yeah. He does, he knows all the words of Hamilton. There you go. There you go, like that's a, it's a gateway drug. Yeah. Musical theatre. I'm on board with that. Yeah, oh my God, I would love if Devin was on Broadway. But it's just, you know, so, so, now like he's just, so like you know goes home plays his xbox does all his little mm. things and whatever but it's so it's hard to imagine but he's also a kid like but i'd love yeah it's we'll, interesting we'll see yeah right. we'll see right we give another spin yeah okay next up we've got number 41 jesus christ i'm not doing as well as i thought i was i boasted at the start yeah it's anyway okay. we'll uh we'll take it down a level what is your biggest career disappointment I don't know. I don't really feel like I have career disappointment. I think, like, you know, when we're, like, actors and stuff, like, you go for auditions and right. whatever. If you don't get it, sometimes you're like, oh, I don't f- I don't have a lot. I don't live in that space a lot. Mm. Um, I don't think t- there can't be a lot of disappointment in the nature of what we do i feel i don't know there can't be well for me anyway mm. for i mean I, I guess if you're really hopeful about something 
Yeah, no, I don't, like I understand. I mean, I think like one of the things you were talking about earlier was nearly like, and I, I, I know that not necessarily why you were saying it, but in that thing of like realizing early enough that like you know to work the way you want to work and with the yeah. frequency with which you want to work, you need to do your own stuff. And I mean, mm. to a certain degree, that is going to remove a lot of scope for disappointment because you know you're in control of a lot more than if you're yeah. that cliche thing of like waiting for the phone to ring or whatever. Yeah. So no, I don't. I d- that the question doesn't really resonate with me. Okay, maybe let me uh, rephrase. That's great. I, like I, the questions are always so funny because like, as in the perfect answer is like that doesn't resonate with me. Like, which is brings up its own <laughs> interesting thing. Yeah. So let me maybe um, kicking off that when you thought when you were because like I remember um, where did we used to go for lunch day at Copan? Oh yeah, remember that we used to go for like little that was the lunch best. Like, it was like tenner for the two of us so it was a fiver each yeah. for like this student meal which was like a set menu but it was stunning it was like chicken curry rice and chips spaghetti bolognese lasagna yeah. and like bangers and mash yeah and L- it, and a little a soft drink. drink yeah it was great <sighs> and we used to have uh, lovely chats yeah. and one of the things I me- like I remember we used to talk about like and, and especially that time I think you're like it's definitely not a snobbiness but you're looking around your class and you're like what are they going to do and then obviously I think there's everyone's acutely aware in drama school everyone hears the thing of like like only 8% of you or yeah, whatever the fuck it is yeah. you know what I mean and like there's a lot of truth in that look to the person next to you yeah. look to the first one who said you all won't be yeah, yeah, yeah. the hunger games of yeah, like, fucking Meisner cool. do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. Um, but and um, so so then when you, so then like let's flash forward then like that's probably like when you're having them conversations like three four years ago right mm. which is kind of mad in and of itself and also kind of makes sense in and of itself just in the timeline of things you know what I mean sometimes time is funny like does it appear closer or sometimes yeah. it appears really far away and then really close at the same time yeah um but when you thought of like what it, you know things would look like um you know at twenty three like about to be twenty four mm. um w- is it does it look like this does it does it look better does it look worse does it just look different what are your feelings oh god that's a hard word i don't i don't know if i had a i had a a fully realized image of that honestly i just um like there was just things i always wanted to do like i want i love teaching like drama mm-hmm. and singing and stuff i always wanted to do that i want that to be like you know what i'm doing if i'm not you know creating something mm-hmm. Uh, like so there was just like things that I wanted to be like make sure make sure that make sure that have a nice car and you know like just little things like little ticks off my list um, in that way so like it was never like I never for a second thought that I'd be doing the best in the whole wide world when I was this age mm-hmm. I think I had a very realistic expectation of the job we were going to do from a young age just because I grew up like going for auditions and stuff and like right. with like you know having an agent when I was a kid and everything and seeing kind of and, and seeing people around me who I knew who were going who were in this industry I had a very realistic especially living in Ireland understanding of what that was mm. and wanted my life to be shaped around that and then going okay how can I surpass that or overcome that, those things mm. so that's where I kind of sit with that yeah, yeah, because I feel like even from you know knowing you like and like that thing of like ITW which you mentioned earlier, which for anyone doesn't know, would be like one of the kind of top like kind of centers for like young performers in mm. Ireland and Dublin in particular. Um, and I mean, you, I feel like had like some really interesting and good 
like female role models in particular I'd say or people that just you like would have taught you and at the same time were doing cool stuff yeah. which is always interesting like I remember like I, I just remember like specifically you guys talked about um, it was Sharon Sexton. Sexton's oh, yeah. One Woman Liza Minnelli show oh, yeah. which I never saw because it was kind of before I was about and the place and she's like on the West End running the shop here. right yeah 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 so yeah like I knew so Sharon was like you know and I was like okay well Sharon's my teacher Sharon does like lots of cool work but also she still has to make her own stuff and she's also still doing these little things and then like seeing her kind of kind of watch her you know enter into the like world then on the West End and kind of grow into what she's doing now and stuff like yeah it was always like and they were yeah she's a really powerful woman like Mm. yeah people like that and even say Sean, who would have been my teacher, and watching him being a younger kind of actor and like theater maker and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, like so I did have those people kind of like what watching what they were doing from a young age and kind of going, okay, I get it. there's a consensus here around certain things, and mm-hmm. yeah, there was a knowledge that I think I had from a young age, which I w- which I was very lucky to to get. Mm. Okay, let me ask you another question, but this isn't a spin question. Right, this is like a. This is like a special... This is number 61. I don't even have that in my car. You're <laughs> going to get me a number. That was, <laughs> oh this is this is the second number 23. Okay. <laughs> um, but, but in terms of... This is this is a special question just because like I, I, I would say... I mean, I, Lorna did an episode a while ago and she was promoting one of her shows. Hashtag mm. relationship goals, I think. But like, I, I mean, you and Lorna would probably have been the people I'd be closest to who have been on. So right. uh, we've got like like 10 minutes left. Okay. So I was curious about what what is your experience of like of like being my friend? Like I thought that would be an interesting thing to talk about. And also I think it was, I was also, it was only when we sat down opposite each other. Yeah. But then I was also like, you know, because what like, um, at, when was that even? Like at the end of last year. Yeah. Remember we had like our moment where like, we had like a, I don't know what you want to call it. Like a, a moment. We can talk about it maybe later if, if it yeah, f- feels yeah. like a right thing to talk about. Yeah. But I was just interested because it's, I mean, it's a, it's a very, most people who have in the podcast, I either don't know, I know peripherally or I know like quite well. I, w- I would actually say I've had like other people who would be on like my best friend category, like Patrick Flannery, who I adore. Oh yeah, Flannery. Such a <laughs> nice fella. Yeah. How are you, Waka? Terrible sense in shirts. Nice fella. You I actually, like his yeah, shirts. I know, but like that's not a compliment. Hey, <laughs> I like a good shirt as well. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, you're wearing a lovely Levi top. Yeah, yeah. overpriced but very overpriced good. But it very looks like nice. something that a, a Lego man would wear. I am gonna take that as a compliment. I would. I really like it. Um. But I was interested in that, like, it, I guess it could also sound like a narcissistic question, but I just mean, I feel like we both got yeah. very specific, um, just a, a really um, in-depth knowledge of each other that yeah. I wouldn't really have of anyone else, and nor would any other guest have of me. Okay. So I was like, we may as well excavate it for 10 minutes. All right, I'm down to do that. I don't know, what's, the, what's your experience of, like, being my friend, and it can be good or bad? Because uh, I'm like, sure well, there's both. I mean... There's good and bad, and then but as well like we've been friends for so long now like we our friendship is like different now to what it would have been like so say like we talked about kind of the start of our friendship maybe and like I want to be friends with him and you've been like oh she's cool and like special special you can oh, say it about yourself yeah. you're quoting special. me so that's fine yeah so uh, yeah so so I think like there was like an attraction to each other for early on as well like um you know I'm very much a little boy. I was like, I want a little boyfriend. I want a little friend who's a boy. Yeah. And, you know, and you were like this young, like bright faced, like 
like walking into college on your first day mm. wearing awful tracksuit bottoms. You're still wearing awful tracksuit. I just tell you what, what Tom's wearing right now. Oh, no, actually. no, please. It's Tom, a let me. fucking auditory medium. You. I know. <laughs> go on. We want to be ready to go to the gym, but also he got uh, needles today because he's gone away. So, uh, so he's wearing very great tracksuit bottoms, a tank top, mm-hmm. which some people refer to. Don't like the word, but it would be called a a wife beat or a woman beat Mm -hmm. or whatever they're called. Some awful shoes, running shoes, like, ah, Tom, now where do you even get them? Orange laces. Yeah, orange laces. They're black shoes. He's wearing white socks. He's wearing a long jacket. That makes no sense. It's a kind of navy black jacket, (laughs) long jacket with the grey. And then, like, the tank top has, like, a picture of, like, what are they called? Palm trees on it in the sun. Mm. And anybody who knows them will know this top. And then like, it's like lovely chest hair sticking out of it. But as well, you're buff like, but then you have a plaster <laughs> on each on each of your big huge arms. Like a little baby plaster from your needles you got today. So you're, very, you're such a specific person. But yeah, okay. So say, so then like, we would have been in college together. And then like, you went away when you were in college mm. uh, to live in America for a while. And like at the start of that, like, was not good for me. I was like, I need some. Like, really? Yeah, like I, the, I remember a moment where Rob Downs came over to take the seat beside me, and I was like, "That's Tom's seat." <laughs> he was like, "Babe, Tom's not here." <laughs> That's true that we would sit together in yeah, any classes in that involved sitting, and we'd keep each other little seat. And I was like, "There, sit there, sit there." That's so you know, true. I yeah. forgot that. That's so true. Yeah. Mm, mm. And uh, I think we just made each other feel like safe, kind of. It was nice. Mm. Um. So yeah, like so we always had this real thing, like you know, it was like yeah, that's it was a real like. A nice, like, we were always kind of backing each other up. Like, there was mm. always a lovely little backing each other up. Where are we going for lunch? Like, it was like, me and you were going for lunch. And, like, and then it was like, MJ and Lorna and stuff would be, but we'd make, like, plan we're going up to Copan. Or when Copan glows down, you go get your soup, I go get my burrito. We'd meet back. <laughs> like, we were very, like, much, like, yeah. <laughs> very we're, like that. We're both kind of quite habitual, yeah, and I'd co- say. And codependent <laughs> on lunch and lunch habits, I'd say. Yeah, that's good. And, uh what else so yeah so then we have all that and then but in like some ways like we're like even we're talking about the trolley mm-hmm. and stuff like sometimes you can be like argumentative in a way that i sometimes don't agree with i think like mm-hmm. so i i like think sometimes you're being irrational but you like really believe in your thoughts like mm. you're a man who very much believes in what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And and I really appreciate that as a person because I think some people, like sometimes even like you'd say something controversial and I think it's funny where other people would be like, <gasps> Tom, you know, but yeah. I like that about you. Where like, but yeah, like you stand your ground. If you feel a certain way, you're going to act that way to the to your detriment. Right. And I'll be like, you're just being a tick. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, you're just being a doker, you know? And so I think like that's like our, that's our, uh, if we're ever having a battle, that's where it is. That's where it belongs, I think. Yeah, because, no, that's true. Like, there's a, there's an absolute stubbornness about me. Yeah. Now, I think that if we, okay, for example, like the trolley thing, right? Just as an example, yeah. would have been probably in about 2014. Probably. Something like that, 2013 yeah. maybe. Maybe. Um, and I would think that that was probably like, nearly like, nearly like a coming out phase for me of like trying to find like a more authentic version of myself. Oh, and, yeah. And trying to be a little bit less concerned with like, making everyone like me yeah. which I would absolutely say at moments and especially being like 20, 21 mm. and especially if there was alcohol involved yeah. but even without it like I could spill over into being like a, a bit of a dickhead for like an hour or a few hours or like something like that yeah just from just from a belief in something that you won't like that 
I don't want to say what let go of because I actually like it's an it's something I appreciate about you as well. Yeah. Well, I think I've got but now. Like, I, I think I'd be much more capable of letting go. Yeah, you are more capable. But of but go. then there's also times when I wouldn't. So for like that would be actually a good example of like this year when when I was like when I was like upset yeah. at our relationship yeah. because of how dear a friend you are. Yeah. And I was like, and we kind of lost like we didn't we hadn't seen each other in a long time. And yeah. So, yeah. So then when like when then Dom texts me and I just kind of like it wasn't in my realm of like thought mm-hmm. but it like but you were really hurt yeah I was yeah and yeah so I mean really the, the ideal thing that would have happened was way before all the feelings of hurt built up in me yeah. that maybe I could have expressed it in little micro yeah like, and when we did talk about it that was like a part of it but also in some ways I'm a very oblivious person right do you know what I mean and we talked about that and like that you're like sometimes our needs are very different very and different and that's where like we like are really different because we're so similar in lots of different ways like mm-hmm. our work ethic's very similar to what we want from our lives what we consider like happiness and those th- and like and stuff like that when you look at it on like a soul level like we're very similar in those ways but then in like the kind of way we communicate and like what is important to us like uh that we need from other people is yeah. very different. Yeah, like I, I like it's something that I read up on like this year, and it really rings true. It was like that thing of the love languages. I think we actually yeah, talked, we talked about, about that. It. It's nearly yeah. too like it's so it's actually embarrassing to talk about because it's so on the nose. But like one of the things for me that's really important is like I, I can't remember the word they use for it, but it's like literal like like quality time is the yeah. word they use for it and like that is so important to me yeah. and, and like meaningful and that's why probably why I love this podcast because this podcast whether <laughs> it's quality listening or not it, it's quality time in the sense that there's no relatively speaking no phones no yeah. distractions and it's like one to one totally which really feeds me and like I think I like that's a, a way that I certainly express like love and stuff because I think I'm a like a good listener and I'll really mm. be present with someone in a room yeah. and I, I really appreciate when someone's like that with me whereas where you're Br- and brilliant like, it's, it's very practical very practical mm-hmm. yeah. and very like doing things like or if somebody like you know I would like like you'll help me move house I'll help you move house yeah, yeah. Uh, which yeah, is like, brilliant like, and I really appreciate yeah, that yeah. but it doesn't it, it doesn't land on a deep level with but me. yeah but it's like that quality that idea of quality time to me is very embedded in, in the things that I'm doing it's like no, I'm showing you that I, I love you. I yeah. love you. Here, look, I'm showing you all the things. I'd like, if you were stranded in somewhere, like, I'll go and get you. Yeah. Or I'll, like, I'll be there. Like, I'll dig the body with you. But, like, sometimes <laughs> I find it hard to sit down and do the, like, do do the that level stuff mm-hmm. where that's so important to you. Yeah. And we've come to it. We've come to our uh, understanding. And yeah. And, and we're all the better for it. And maybe, that, and maybe that's part of the, like, attraction for both of us in the sense that, like, you know, you brought it up earlier and, like, you use the word boyishness about yourself yeah. and then use the word feminine about me and I think that's absolutely true to yeah. that because like that practical thing like I would associate that with my dad and maybe that's mm. partly why in fact there's probably a deeper level to why sometimes if, if I'm like you're not making the time for us to sit down ever and it, it's been months and I find that really hard yeah. and I feel I, like, I nearly feel like neglected you know what I mean and but yeah. y- you don't need that in the same way no. and, then, and then and because I remember in that instance like the, the thing that because I basically sent you a letter in a text not out of nowhere because it was out of then you were asking for very practical help from me yeah being like can you come and, and then I was like and then we can go and we can sit down and do our talking but then I think yeah and I don't even I don't even remember that which yeah. will tell you the frame of mind I read that oh, yeah, I don't even yeah. remember that being in the text I'm, I'm sure it was if you yeah. say it was so like it's so interesting in that way of like when you actually break it down like it, it's really just all about like communication sense because that, that oh my god literally. now in the cold light of day I can even see that as like 
well that's even a little mini expression of love from Leah because she's like saying I respect your opinion and I'm doing yeah. something I really care about and I feel like your perspective would could help really it important. and yeah. would like heighten it and make yeah. it better whereas I was like whereas the way she I she just wants something yeah I was from like me, you want something from me and you don't want our friendship return. yeah like yeah. And I, what I, I want our friendship first and then I will I'd do anything to help you and do yeah. anything I could so it's really interesting like yeah. how you know and but, and then yeah, but and then I eventually think, we got to sit down yeah and, and I think it's like something that like has always been but has never been like a problem for us in that way like until I think that that time when we were like okay but it was kind of in it was a good way the way like um like I think we've really we've really addressed the kind of other person's needs in a way that I don't think we would have unless we had that like mm-hmm. altercation. Yeah. Would you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think uh, it kind of and like and sometimes not to say that like you know communication doesn't need to happen through through those means in the slightest, but I think uh, as well it gave us a bit of a kick up the ass as well. It mm-hmm. definitely did for me. No, for sure. No, and I think and one of the things that was really useful about it from hearing your perspective was you're like well like you know like a text or a phone call or a voice note like sometimes because like to be fair we're also both very busy people so it's not like you know we're sitting at home and just being like fuck that i'm not making an effort you know what i mean as well and like that was really useful for me as well because that wouldn't be my natural thing my natural thing be like let's go and sit down and have like a real like but that's hard sometimes as well so um yeah it was really interesting i was just like we've got a, a really interesting you know um, but I think as well, like when we have a very fundamentally simple relationship, mm-hmm. and like that was that's a complicated thing because of the way those things are different. But now that we even have kind of like gotten through that, and even the way like sometimes like say even the thing with the trolley like that <laughs> night or whatever, it's because you want me to understand something about you that I'm like, will you just sit down and do, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's that type of thing. But it's like yeah. we kind of are on that level with you now that it's that that simplicity of going for our lunch and saving the sea and talking and doing all those things are so like pure within all that you know what I mean Mm. which is nice yeah well one of the most important things for me in any relationship is like to feel seen Mm. which is like I mean and which is nearly like an unfair expectation to have in certain relationships because I mean that's asking a lot of another person you know what I mean and like fundamentally like not a lot of people and not everyone can do that whereas you are someone who can do that so then I think then this was a point in our relationship where I was like this is missing now and it's never been missing before and it feels terrible yeah. you know what I mean so it's really interesting it's a scary feeling yeah it is yeah, yeah definitely and especially because yeah because we've been so close and because I love you so much and because you've been so important to me you mm. know what I mean there's probably an element of like fear in it as well you're like fuck like this thing that's been so massive for me in my life like feels like it's not there in the same way it used to be and I, yeah. I love that and then yeah and then it, then and then that just requires a little intervention or yeah. something you know and uh yeah it's very interesting but I mean also also quite I feel like we actually handled it really well even though we, we probably did go like at the start we we both didn't I don't think but like yeah we were, I was like <laughs> yeah. you're like you're not listening but I think like when we actually sat down and spoke about it it uh-huh. made like it made perfect sense, and like, yeah, I think we, I think it was handled like. I wonder what would have happened because basically we'd sent, I sent like this text and a yeah. new text, and I sent the text not to be like passive aggressive. Yeah. I sent the text I was like, if I write this down, I can express it perfectly. Yeah. Which I know you were like, that was not a perfect expression no. of anything. You felt like that was a bad text, whereas I still feel like that was 
good day, but that's okay we can just disagree about that forever that's, that's okay but then what was interesting was so then we were like right well we we kind of are at like an impasse is that a word well it doesn't know it sounds very that's fancy a word. yeah we're, we're like at this thing where we fundamentally have different beliefs about what's been going on and like the, yeah. w- the way this has been handled but I had already bought a ticket to see your show so I was like well I'm still gonna go even though we weren't really talking yeah. at that point um, and not out of any particular badness we were just kind of like right well like there's nothing really <laughs> left to say here because no, neither one of us is very willing to budge yeah. and then I was there and um and we gave each other a hug and we were like we'll sit down and we'll, we'll chat about it, it. Yeah. and it was great and like the minute we did that it was pretty Perfect. much yeah. fine and so different like as well like when you're sitting down face to face and talking to me especially in those situations you know mm-hmm. in like a in because you do have to reach a you know what's it called just a consensus or yeah, something like consensus, that yeah. mm-hmm. and it's hard to do that over any or even over a phone call do you know what I mean right but it's when you feel somebody's energy in a room yeah that's why I hate self-tapes <laughs> yeah fair <laughs> can't feel somebody's energy in a room but yeah like and then you kind of go you get to the truth of it because mm-hmm. the truth of it is just that like oh we're both we were both hurt in a different way mm-hmm. and we both didn't understand why and then we both like figured it out mm-hmm. life lessons yeah also if I was to do that again having sometimes you get to know someone better by like having a moment like that like if I was to do that again I would not like the texting really felt good for me because I was like yeah. I get to plan this perfectly and I get to express everything mm. I need to say but like that then you lose tone and it's yeah. also like but when I was a kid like like my mom used to send like letters to me all the time mm. but like not good letters like really bad letters like in hindsight where I'm like mm. these are like not letters you should say but so I think like that's an interesting so, thing yeah that is interesting and especially yeah. like when we were having that talk like there was a bit of, there was conversation about your mom so like the the fact that like that I was also actually now that I think about it I kind of forgot this I don't even know if I knew this at the time I was also like my first experience of like depression ever oh, yeah, in like the middle of that well. which yeah. also didn't help because yeah. I was like I need my best friend but I probably also wasn't able to express that yeah. like I was going through this thing too yeah and, and uh, do you know what surprised me about it it was mm. like how angry I was and I'm not a very I like very seldom be like mm. an angry person I was like fuck him like fuck yeah. you know like well, I, I, de- I definitely did like make like accus- accusations Accusation. yeah in and, the I, and I never actually do like feel like anger in that way like mm. very seldom I could probably put, like on one hand kind of like but I, but I was like really angry at the side and even when you came to me pl- when when you came to the plate until I saw you at first I cried like when I hugged you yeah. but beforehand I was like what the fuck is he doing here <laughs> <laughs> bastard oh, he spent fucking 12 euro on that ticket I know <laughs> fuck yeah. you I know 12 um, euro that whole 12 euro yeah. well this has been fun yeah this has been personal yeah but lovely lovely are you happy feel good I'm happy I feel good I love you lots I love you lots my best little friend oh Aww. my best friend I'll give you a hug in a minute once yeah, we get okay. off mic. Um, thanks so much for doing it. No problem. Just sitting down, having the chats. Um, so, yeah, you've just made your Abbey debut. Oh, yeah. All deadly stuff happening. Yeah. I'll give all like the social media yeah, please deets. Yeah. You do a bit of Twitter. I have You're a Twitter. You're shit Twitter. Like. Twitter. I'm, like, I, uh, I'm very good at Instagram. Yeah. What's um, your Instagram? Do you know? I'll check. It, is it like Liam Moore 613? Yeah, hey, there we go. I'm just checking if there's like a dot or anything in the middle of it. Like, no, Leah dot more. Leah dot more six one three. That's me. Go give her a follow. Yeah, it's very good. Very good. Um, yeah, I'll do an intro. I'll tell everyone all about you. You're okay. great. Everyone should support everyone you're doing. You're great too. You're brilliant. Yeah. All right. Look at that. Thanks. I got none. I got no numbers. Thanks so much for failing a personality bingo. <laughs> Woo. 
So, guys, that was the amazing Leah Moore playing personality bingo. Leah, if you're listening, a massive thank you to you for taking the time to do it. I so appreciate it, and I love you so much. So it was so amazing to get this chat on the record before I potentially die in Vietnam. Uh, guys, if you are listening, make sure you go check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash personality bingo. Throw a few euro our way. It makes a massive difference. But first and foremost, a huge thank you to the brilliant Aaron Lindsay, who's mixing, editing, and producing this podcast as brilliantly as always. To the wonderful Leah Moore, well, hey, and Anthony Manley for their deadly theme music. To Connor Nolan for his beautiful artwork. And to Alan Bennett and Paddy O'Leary for keeping the lights on here at Headstuff HQ. Go and book your tickets for Copperface Jack's the Musical. Make sure you let me know if you're listening and enjoying the podcast give it a screenshot share that on Instagram share it on Twitter a link whatever you can do a word of mouth it all helps towards getting this podcast and getting these deadly chats out to as many people as possible which really is all I want so guys thanks so much for taking the time to listen and we will see you next week for another episode of Personality Bingo with Tom Moore